All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 212 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Have you ever heard of butthole sunning? <sighs> Apparently it's this thing, it's like sweeping the, the globe. It's, it, it's a health, it's something for health and wellness. And what you're supposed to do, apparently. See, I, I, I've been doing this, uh, this email, this weekly email. Well, it started out as a weekly email. And I don't know, I mean, you might find this hard to believe, but I got a little off track, all right? But um, I recently sent out an email to my mailing list, and if you're not on that list, what in the hell's going on? Why would you not be on the list? It's fantastic. I spent a lot of time on this thing, and it's entertaining. All right. But anyway, one of the sections in the email that I send out every week, you know, kind of, sort of, is uh, crazy things I've seen on the Internet, or crazy things I saw on the Internet last week or something like that. And I have nine or ten uh, links to articles, you know, or, or websites of, of insanity or interesting. It could be interesting. It's not all insanity stuff. And um, in the most recent one, I, I linked to this article. I think it was from an Australian newspaper website about this phenomenon, this health and wellness phenomenon called butthole sunning. And basically what you do is you either lay on your deck your patio out in your backyard. I mean, you could do it in the front yard, I guess. But in, it has various photos in this article, and they're nude. Each person is completely naked. And they're laying on their back with their knees up around their ears, <laughs> right? And, and, they're, and they're, quote, buttholes pointed towards the sun, accepting in the rays of the sun in an area of your body that never... I mean, it is literally known as, you know, the, the, where, where the, the place where the sun don't shine or whatever. Stick it where the sun don't shine, right? Stick it where the sun don't shine. They're talking about your ass, right? So anyway, um, I want to read a couple of little, little, this is from a newspaper in uh, Australia, and they're not real, uh, they're a little, they're a little, uh, they're not really accepting of this. But um, anyway, it says, says, the kooky practice of butthole sunning is gaining traction with, with yet another wellness, and it has it in, in, in quotes, another wellness Instagrammer, gaining notoriety after a number of posts touting its health benefits. The California woman who calls herself Metaphysical Megan says, laying on your back with legs akimbo and lifting your behind to the sun delivers surges of energy almost immediately. Megan says the impact of incorporating five minutes of butthole sunning <laughs> into her early morning routine has been profound. I have been practicing, the, practicing this for a few months now. I start my day with five minutes of perennium. Is that how you pronounce that word? Perennium sunning. And I feel energized for hours, she wrote on Instagram. Instagram. I no longer rely on coffee for energy to start my day because I'm getting my energy from the sun. I also am experiencing better sleep and require less sleep 
due to boost of overall energy. All from butthole sunning. Just turning your ass towards the sun for five minutes. Down here in this, it says, all right, it says 30 seconds. All right, hang on a second. I want to read some more. It says 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole. I'm like, what the? Is this like a, this is a newspaper? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole. You will be re- you will be received. What? You will receive. This is all. This is not well written. You will receive more energy from this electric node. What? Than you would in an entire day being outside with your clothes on. Oh, man. All right. It says because the butthole as the gateway where energy enters and exits the body. Did you know that the butthole? It's where the the gateway. It's a gateway, right? She recommends to anyone seeking to optimize their health and wellness, or for those looking to connect with their sexual energy. Well, there you go. All right. Um, it says Megan says you should contain your butthole sunning to no more than five minutes per day. And ideally between the hours of 7 and 9 a.m. All right. Well, anyway, so five minutes tops. I mean, you might be pushing it. The other guy said 30 seconds, right? What would happen? What if you got sun, like a sunburn? <laughs> what if it started peeling? All right. But the thing about that is I started thinking about that. So obviously I'm not going to be doing this. <laughs> I mean, but um, it shows these people laying... I mean, it's outrageous, right? The pictures you need to you need to check it out if you haven't already. But anyway, if I were to do something like that, if I went out on the deck, right, completely nude, right? For one thing, you know, all right. So I'd go, <laughs> forget that. Uh, so I'd go out there, and I, you know, I'd get in position, or I'd try to, you know, I'd try to get in position. I don't know if I can get my knees all the way up to my ears like these people in these in these pictures. And there would probably be, you know, I mean, there'd be a lot of like tugboat blast, <laughs> you know. It would, be, it would not be good. There'd be nobody, you know. And then um, if I got into, if I somehow got into some sort of position where I could, um, you know, turn my ass to the sun, I would probably. I mean, something would probably happen to my spine. I'd probably get locked, you know. I'd probably get locked in position. Tony'd come home. She'd come home from the store. She would find this spectacle. She'd see me out on the deck, locked up, permanently locked in a position like this. They'd have to get some sort of powered machinery in there to get me out of there. I don't know. I I don't know. But anyway, have you tried this? Have you tried this butthole sunning, as they call it? I mean, it's in the newspaper. I mean, they just call it butthole sunning over and over and over. Anyway, I thought I'd, I thought I'd share. I mean, I'm just trying to help people. I'm trying to have. I'm trying to help people lead a healthier life. That's what I do here at this podcast. Speaking of words that are, uh, I don't know. I mean, feel like they're out of place. I mean, in, in a newspaper, right? Should the word butthole be in newspaper articles over and over? Anyway, I was watching um, on that Pluto TV. You know, you familiar? It's like an internet-based cable system, basically. It's got some interesting stuff in there. It's got this. Um, it's got this. Uh, it's got live and on demand. On, I think it's on the live side. They have all this classic TV, where they have. They have a channel, for all these different. Like they have a, like a Happy Days channel, <laughs> the Beverly Hillbillies channel, 
where it just plays just random, you know, Beverly Hillbillies, 24 hours a day. You know, and they got the Carol Burnett. There's a whole bunch of them. I mean, there's like dozens of them. So if you're really, really into some like old TV show, I mean, they don't have anything new. They don't have The Office or even Seinfeld or anything like that. It's all like uh, stuff like that. Laverne and Shirley, The Carol Burnett Show, stuff like that. All right. It's on PlutoTV.com. It's got some interesting stuff on there. My favorite thing they have on there is The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, 24 hours a day. Just play, you can just go on there anytime and just start watching Johnny. You know, it's fantastic. So I was watching an episode the other night. He had, uh, I think it had that John Davidson. You familiar with this guy? I never really liked that guy. He can't, I don't know, something about him. Not a, not a fan. I think, remember he used to have records? He used to have albums and like hit songs and stuff. What a goober. But he was on there goobering it up. And then there was like, uh, like uh, who else? I don't remember. I don't remember who else was on there. Some woman I never heard of. Never heard of her before in my life. And Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was on there. All right, so they're they're doing the show, and uh, the uh, the director starts making this motion. Well, you can't see him, but Johnny's like, you know, he's making fun of the guy because he's doing so. This one Pryor, Richard Pryor, was out there. He wanted him to do like they were going to run a clip from his movie, right? And he's making this motion like uh, an old fashioned camera where he's cranking it. You know what I'm saying? And um, Johnny's making fun of the guy, and um, the guy goes, "I want you to, I, w- I want you to throw it to the clip." And Johnny goes, "I know what you're, I know what you're asking. You would have to be a mongoloid. <laughs> not to, you'd have to be a mongoloid not to know what you're asking." And I was like, "Man, I hadn't heard that word in a while. A mongoloid, man, that is not. <laughs> I know that's not accepted, right? You can't say that anymore." Man, you'd have to be a mongoloid not to understand what you're all right. So then they started doing this. Uh, he started talking to Richard Pryor. And Richard Pryor's latest album had the N-word in the title, right? So Johnny's talking to him about this. He goes out and he says the word, like Johnny Carson says the word like a couple times. And he's asking, you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying and then he says it, right? These kind of things. And uh, Richard Pryor says it like four or five times. They're just going back and forth, dropping the N-word over and over and over again. I'm like, what the? I mean, that's jarring on TV. You know, you're not used to that. You're not used to the mongoloid. You're not used to the N-word being dropped repeatedly. You're not interested. You're not not used to seeing uh, butthole, the word butthole in a mainstream newspaper article, like over and over and over again. These things are jarring to me because I lived in a different world. I've lived in two different worlds in my life. And I I remember the old ways, and the new ways are very strange to a person who lived in the old in, under the old ways anyway. So then also in that episode, it was classic. There was a classic, one of, it's a notorious Tonight Show uh, moment when um, he Johnny's talking or whatever, and he's monkeying around with this uh, cigarette box that he has on his desk, and uh, he's like, he just stops talking like in mid sentence, and he goes, "Who broke my cigarette box?" And um, they're like, "Uh oh," you know, 
He's pissed. He, this is not a bit. He's not doing a bit. He's pissed off. He goes. He goes. I've had this. I've had this cigarette box since New York because Tonight Show used to be in New York. You know. He goes. Who broke? Who, seriously? Who broke this? And um, Doc Severinsen's over there. He's like, uh, Don Rickles. Uh, <laughs> Rickles broke it. He goes. What the? He goes. What the hell? And he's like pissed. He's like seriously pissed. And um. He goes. Uh, he was on last. He was a guest host, and uh, he was doing some kind of shtick, and uh, got carried away and broke it. So you know, Doc Severinsen just spills the beans on this guy, and um, he goes, "I think he's uh, filming across the hall. He had like some kind of terrible uh, sitcom called CPO Sharky. I don't know if you remember this." And um, he goes, "All right, let's go." And he he goes over there, and they follow him with cameras, and he's over there giving Don Rickles all kinds of shit about breaking his cigarette box. It's crazy. The guy's pissed. He's not. It's not a. It's not a joke, you know. And then I watched after the show was over. I, I pulled up some YouTube footage of when Rickles broke the cigarette box on the show, and he's doing like some kind of. He's like imitating some guy, like. Uh, like immigra- in the immigration office, just uh, rubber stamping everybody, everybody's um, application, I guess, for entrance into the United States. And he's going, uh, he like grabs Johnny's cigarette box and he's going, approved, approved, approved. And he's pounding it on the table like he's, uh, you know, rubber stamping papers. And then he goes, oh my God, I just broke Johnny Carson's cigarette box. <laughs> he goes, I'll never work in this town again. He's, so anyway, that was fun. That was good stuff. And then there's all these words that people don't use anymore because it was 1976. Uh, anyway, so anyway, that's where we are. Um, the younger boy moved out yesterday. Uh, well, last night was it was a it was days. He got the, I think he got the keys on Thursday or Friday of last week, and then he spent the whole weekend. He had to work a lot, so he spent you know as he had time, he take stuff over there so it was a slow a slow move in and we went over there on Sunday Tony and I went over there and I don't know I don't know I mean it reminds me of my first well it reminds me of the first apartment I had in Atlanta which was not great you know and um small very small it's kind of like that you know and it's like an apartment into in a, in a house where they just like take an old house and break it up into these little apartments it's student housing is what it is but um anyway so he he got it all set up tony of course has bought him all kinds of stuff i mean she spent hundreds of dollars on this on this deal and he's all set up he moved in so last night he spent was his first night living in there stay sleeping there and um you know, I don't know. He was all charged up yesterday, and he goes, "I said, what are you going to do yesterday morning?" I said, "What are you going to do today?" He goes, "I I got to finish moving in." I said, "I know that, but what do you have left?" He goes, "I got to move my. I got to go to the grocery store." I said, "What kind of food are you going to keep up in there?" He goes, "What does it matter?" You know, he's getting all pissed off. He's getting all defensive, super d- defensive. I said, "All right, man, just do whatever. I'm just making conversation. Whatever, God." He's like real defensive about it. And I don't I don't know. I mean, I know he's probably having all kinds of emotional feelings and I I was too. But he spent the night last night. I talked to him late last night and um, he said everything's good except it's hot. There's no air conditioner in there. I don't know. It's like an old house. 
He's up on the third floor. I said, ah, I said, you got to do something about that. You got to get one of those standing air conditioners, <laughs> you know, the ones that are like a tower, a tower of cold air. He goes, I'll be fine. I'm like, oh, I said, that'd be the first thing I bought, you know. So he's, you know, he's up in there and that sweat box up on the third floor is no air conditioning up there. He's got a window, but that's not, that's not going to help in this muggy, hot, gross, oppressive weather that we have here. Anyway, so he spent the night in there. He was, he was already over here today, so I talked to him. He seems like he's doing well. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Day one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I wish he was uh, just finishing out his schooling at home. And then after he got graduated, he graduates next May, he'll just, he can go do whatever he wants to do. He can get his life started. I don't understand why he has to do, why he has to move out during the last year when he's going locally. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's his business, not my business. I hope it works out for, well for him. I had a hard time. I had trouble when I moved out emotionally. And I mean, I had a girlfriend back in West Virginia. I moved to North Carolina. So I moved away and, um, you know, I'd never lived away from my parents or my family. You know, my grandparents were across the street. I mean, we had a close family. And so I extracted myself from that, moved all the way to North Carolina. I had a girlfriend back in Dunbar. It was tough. It was not easy, you know. And I had a roommate. I had a roommate, this guy named Gary. And you know, he was having a hard time of it too. He was like a caged tiger, walking. Whenever he had, we worked all the time. But when it, whenever there's a few hours off, or if we have an evening off or something, he'd be pacing around. You know, from window to window, looking out, sighing, just chugging beers. You know, just sad. Everybody, it's just a sad, sad state of affairs. I remember. I think I've told this story before. It was around. I think I moved in September. And um, Gary, of course, he went back to West Virginia. If he had, if he had a day and a half free, he'd hightail it back to West Virginia to see his girlfriend. So this is around Thanksgiving. I, for some reason, the way I worked, I wasn't able to go home. Right. So I was stuck in Greensboro. I didn't know anybody. I mean, I moved there in like late September, I think, and this was in November, of course. And I didn't know anybody. I mean, I worked all the time. I didn't know a, a person in that place, in that whole town or the state even. And um, I remember I went to this Shoney's restaurant, and I was feeling sorry for myself, and I was, like, down in the dumps and sad. You know, everybody. I knew everybody was back home in Dunbar. There's a big feast. All the family was around. Everybody's laughing and yucking it up. Great food, you know. My mom's been cooking since six a.m. and you know, I I I'd been there many times. I could see it in my brain, you know. And I'm stuck in this shit apartment, Greensboro, North Carolina. I don't know anybody, and I'm and I'm feeling sorry for myself. Gary hightailed it back. He's like, I'm out, you know. If he had if he had a half a day, if he if he had three quarters of a day, he'd go back to West Virginia, you know. So um, I was like stuck there. And I went to this Shoney's restaurant, and there was all these families in there. I don't know why you'd go to Shoney's for Thanksgiving, but that's neither here nor there. And I was in there sitting in there by myself like a loser, right? Sitting in there, and all these families are in there. They're all laughing and having a great time. Everybody's stuffing turkey in their face. Everybody's going to town. And I'm sitting over there just like, I mean, just beating myself up. Just so sad. Just 
just crushed with sadness, right? And the woman's like, um, do you want me to bring you your uh, pumpkin pie now? She probably said pumpkin. Do you want me to bring your pumpkin pie now? I said, I don't like pumpkin. I, I'm good. She goes, it comes with the meal? I said, I don't like pumpkin pie, um, so I'm going to have to pass on that. Well, why would you? I mean, it's good. It's. I'm like, I'm getting pissed, right? I'm like, in Dunbar, where my grandmother is and my mom and my aunts and, um, and everybody, they all know I don't like pumpkin pie. This is a, uh, a well-known fact. Nobody would be badgering me to have pumpkin pie. They would have an alternate pie, probably lemon meringue for Jeff, you know? And I'm getting badgered by some woman. It's like who she, does, she doesn't know me, which is making it worse. I feel like I should be around people who know me and know my pie preferences. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, that was terrible. So I understand what he's... I know what he's going through, and that's why he's, like, super defensive, and he's, like, on edge. So when he says, what do you care what I have in foodstuffs? No, he didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying. So I, I'm, I'm giving him a pass on that. He's being a little shitty. No, don't really care for it. He was over here a little while ago. He seems good. He went to the gym. He was, like, he came in here and, you know, like, raided the refrigerator. Like, some things never change. All right, so anyway, that happened. You know what's happened recently, and I don't know what this is. It's like some kind of neuroses, right? Like down here in the the basement. It's not the basement. It's, I don't even know how to describe it. This house is crazy. It's got multiple floors, but they're not stacked on top of each other. You know what I mean? So you walk in, and there's the main floor. You walk through the front doors, the living room, dining room, kitchen, right? That's the main floor. That's all on the main floor. There's some steps up from the living room to the bedrooms, and there's a bathroom up there. There's three bedrooms and a bathroom up there. And then there's steps down in the kitchen that goes down to this large hallway. It's it's a hallway, but it's more like a room. And that's where Tony's got her. Tony's got her computer set up down there. There's a washer dryer down there, right? And then there's a bathroom on that in in that middle section too. And then there's a big open family room. And off the family room, so this is downstairs. This is below the bedrooms. Basically, is what it is. Is is my office? And it used to be, at some point a walk-in closet for some kind of bedroom. They were using this family room as a bedroom at some point. And this thing was, this room that I'm sitting in right now used to be a walk-in closet. It still has the bar going across the top where you can hang your clothes, right? But it's it's pretty big. It's not, you know, for a walk-in closet, I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, a movie star. But for a walk-in closet... It's pretty big, right? And the woman who used this, had this house before, used it as an office too, because I can remember when we walked through here, when we were looking at houses, she had it set up as an office as well. It's perfect for me, but it's down. It's kind of removed, and every time I come down here, for some reason, over the last couple weeks, when I turn that corner to come into my office, into the into the bunker, I feel like there's going to be some kind of rabbit animal in here. <coughs> I don't know why. I mean, what is that? I feel like when I turn around the corner, when I walk through the through the door 
of the bunker, there's going to be something in here. Rabid, on its hind legs, yellow teeth bared, hissing, and threatening me. Like, what is that? Why would I? I mean, I've been, we've been here 20 years, over 20 years, and I've never had these thoughts. But every time I walk into this room now, I have this thought that there's going to be some kind of, like, something in here that's going to threaten me with rabies or, you know, some kind of an attack. What is that? Can anybody explain that to me? But every day I come in here, I'm like, there's going to be like a snake in here, like some kind of giant snake, or there's going to be like a, a possum or something, or like some kind of like one of those raccoons who that people think, oh, look at the little trash bandit. Look how cute. That thing will rip you apart, mister. Those things are mean, right? <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but that's the way I have it. That's, I, I, that's what I believe, right? Those things, they might look cute. Those things will mess you up. All right, some kind of possum in here. Those things are hideous. They got, like, fangs. They got, like, you know, I don't know. Thing could be in here, like, baring its teeth at me. Every time I walk in here now, that's what I feel is going to happen. And I and I brace myself, and it's been 20-some years, 21 years since we moved in here, and I've never had these thoughts until, like, two weeks ago, and now it's every time. I don't know. I don't know. I need to go see a psychiatrist, or maybe somebody can, like, help me out with this. All right. We're we're near the end of this thing. It's been kind of a rambling mess, but I hope you enjoyed it. I, I do have one thing to say. All right. The last main main network episode prior to the to the Patreon episode, I, I shared a couple of uh phone messages from the hotline, right? And I I I foolishly went okay, I was influenced by the by the stupid Google like Google sends you a transcript of what the what the what the voicemail says, and it's all jacked up. This thing's like a mess. I mean, it's not good. The translation is off. All right, so one of them said Quentin. It's spelled at Q U I N T O N. Quentin. And I, I you know I listened to it, and I didn't even think anything about it. But it, clearly, when I played it back, and I and I ref, and I referenced him. As Quentin, because I was I was influenced by the stupid Google, our Google overlords doing a shabby, shabby job of doing the transcript, right? So it said Quentin on the transcript. I played once I got the thing completed, you know, and I got it back from uh, from producer Zip. I listened to it in my car on my way to work, which is what I do. You know, I just want to make sure it's everything's good. And um, I was listening to it, and clearly he says Clinton. It says, and and he's called in before, and I and and I and I and I called him Quentin like multiple times, Q U instead of C L. And um, I just want to apologize. That, that's my screw up. I need to listen better. And don't follow. Don't don't listen to Google. God. I apologize, Clinton. I appreciate you calling, and I, I apologize for that. I just wanted to say that on the air, on the show. Um, I do have the new website up. I mentioned it recently, or I think last time or last couple times. It's up and running. So if you want to use it, check it out, surfreportpod.com. So it's up and running. I'm putting new episodes up there, starting with number 201. So 201 and everything after that be featured at this new website. You can uh, leave messages. I mean, you can leave comments. 
um, on there, and I can do expanded show notes. I can share photos. I can link to things. It's better. It's a better place. It's more organized. It's a centralized place. Surfreportpod.com if you're interested. All right, we're at the end of this thing. If you want two of these a week instead of a measly one, and I can't, I mean, who could, how could anybody say no to that? It's impossible. I mean, if you went out there and shine, you know, turned your asshole to the sun, <laughs> and you and you took on, you know, the sun rays for five minutes, no longer than five minutes, I bet it would you would see clearly. It would it would clear the fog in your mind, and you would see clearly that you need to double down on the Surf Report podcast. And and one is near not nearly enough. You need two of them. And that's easy to do. We have it set up over at patreon.com slash Jeff K. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. It helps me a great deal. And in return, you will get an extra episode every week. Every week. And that's good value. So do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. If you want to call in like Clinton, not Quentin. All right, I'm getting pissed. All right, um, you can call 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at 570-290-8151. Again, 570-290-8151. Just give me a call. You know, if you have a comment, if you have some kind of question, you have a, a, you know, whatever, if something, whatever's on your mind, put it in your phone if you're out if you're out sunning, you know, just hit, I mean, I don't need any photos, but if you want to call and uh, leave a message, just do it. You know, just tap the Surf Report Pod on your uh, phone and give me a call. So that's 24 hours a day. The number for a third time, 570-290-8151. And if you want to send me a, an email, you can send that over to surfreportpod at gmail.com. Also, we're at the halfway mark on the $10 scratch-off project. <sighs> All right. You can check that out, too, at thewbsr.com slash Jeff K. I think I made a tactical error with that $10 scratch. I don't know. I don't, you know, you can, you, can, you can see where, you can check the status. We're at the 26-week mark. 26 weeks to go. You know, check it out if you're so inclined. And we're at the end of this thing. Hope you enjoyed it. I will see you soon over on the Patreon site for patrons only. The Delta Force of podcast listeners. If you want to be a part of it, you know how to do it. So until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Thirty seconds of sunlight on your butthole. <laughs>